words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for allowing us into your space. Thank you for allowing us into your atmosphere. Thank you for welcoming us into your home. We're so blessed to fellowship together. I was online a moment ago. I saw lots of you. Thank you. And some of you, I miss you so much. Hopefully, we should be able to see in person. But meanwhile, God is doing something even now. We thank God that nothing, no situation inhibits God from working. That even right now, God is working. That was such a strong um, opening prayer by Kumi. And I think he had set us on the trajectory of a successful uh, Sunday service already. And also such a powerful word from Adirinle. Just want to say thank you for that word. I actually like it was so good. I know you know you preached good as well. And in the just say, woo! I just heard that shout from you. I just knew that even you, you felt it. You preached good, brother. So good. <laughs> and thank you, Presh, as well, Precious, for that, for that prayer meeting. What a beautiful opportunity for all of us as God's children to come together in his house and to be and to be those people who are God's children and just celebrate the fact that we are God's children. So are you God's child? So celebrate it. Celebrate it. Yeah, do it your own way at home. Maybe you should stand up and give a dance. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Much less love and beauty in this world. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Your treasure. Treasure of my heart and of my soul. Oh, in my weakness, in my weakness, you are merciful. Redeemer, Redeemer of my past, my present wrongs. Oh, holder, holder of my future days to come. Treasure of my heart. Treasure of my heart. Treasure of my heart and of my soul. In my weakness, in my weakness, you are merciful. Redeemer, Redeemer of my past, my present wrongs. Holder of my, holder of my future days to come. Your presence, your presence.
In my weakness you are merciful Treasure of my heart Treasure of my heart and of my soul In my weakness you are merciful This morning I will be sharing about that word treasure What's the title of our message today? Treasure. Treasure. Do you know the Bible says, I did not ask the children of Israel to seek me in vain. There is treasure in those who serve God. There is riches. There is unquantifiable riches. Treasure. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 13, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hid in the field, which when a man sells, sees, for joy thereof he goes and sells everything that he may buy that treasure. All through this week, this word has been hitting my spirit. Treasure. 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 I know, like, when we hear treasure, what we think about is treasure is money, is riches in the natural in terms of cash and houses and lands and cars. But think about it. What will you offer to Bill Gates or Dangote? See, treasure. There's another kind of treasure. There's another kind of wealth there's another kind of value system. There's another kind of essence. There's another kind of strength. There's another kind of life. There's another kind of idea of what is valuable. And this is something that money cannot buy. And that's why I love that song, especially stanza two. The treasure of my heart and of my soul. In my weakness, you're merciful. Redeemer of my past and present wrongs. Holder of my future days to come. So, so there's some vision and something you can see for all eternity. There's just something you can see in God that through all generations and through all times, that thing will remain. Because there are some things we are holding on to now, they have temporary value. But in God's eyes, he begins to see what value looks like. Value is eternal. Value is something that doesn't pass away. Value is not here for a hundred years and then gone. Value is through all ages. And that is the real treasure. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 3. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 8. Unto me, who am less, than the list of all sins is this grace given 
that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hidden in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, the many-sided wisdom of God. This treasure is so amazing that it had to be hidden from the foundation of the world. This treasure is what? Hidden. How many of you leave your gold outside your house, outside the doorstep, just leave all your gold and you put it there? If you have gold, where is it? Hidden. If you have even your special wrapper, where does it sit? It's called bottom box. Things that are valuable, you don't just use them anyhow. God created many things, but the treasure he reserved for a generation that was coming. And the Bible says in Ephesians that he hid these things from the prophets. He hid these things from the people who lived long ago and decided that at the end of time, in Jesus Christ, he was going to reveal this treasure, this thing of value, this essence of God, this treasure of God is the reason why believers Having found that thing, having found that elixir for life, having found that essence of God, having found that substance that is of most value of all, will sell everything to buy that one treasure. Do you know this is actually what the gospel is. The mystery of God. The mystery of God is this treasure. And then we begin to read and see what God says is of value. When I begin to see when the Bible says, the whole of heaven rejoices over one sinner who turns back. That points to what the treasure of God looks like. Reading another, another place where he says, Christ in us, the hope of glory. We begin to see what treasure look like. We read another place where he says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels where so that the excellence of the power and the glory will be of God and not of us. Then we begin to see what this treasure looks like. What God counts valuable is not what men count valuable. For the Bible now begins to say the things that are valuable with men are like anathema or a curse with God. God's idea of value is very different from human idea of value. So who do we think is valuable? 
We definitely think that a person who lives on the island is more vulnerable than a person who lives on the mainland. That's for Lagos people, right? We definitely feel like the person who lives in Ikoi is better than the person who lives in Antony Village. We definitely feel that the person who drives a Rolls Royce is better than the person who drives a Toyota Corolla. We definitely feel that the person who wears designer is better than the person who wears H&M or butter. And do you know, this whole idea of value is what drives our lives. This idea of value is what drives our lives. So you see some people carrying themselves, feeling important. Why? Their whole idea of treasure is that they have treasure in normal things, earthly things. And do you know what we call this kind of people? Superficial. Superficial. Say it after me. Superficial. Some other people, their treasure is in their knowledge. What they know, what they understand. And in, the, in, in that knowledge, when they know so much, you see it in some professors, right? What do, what do you see? Intellectual pride. They feel like everybody else who doesn't know as much as them is shallow. You even see pastors mock other pastors because they feel like they, they know they are the doyen of knowledge. And other pastors are not as good as them. And I know there's a whole Christianity that's going around mocking other people about the people who are not getting it right. Men who stood up in their own right to serve God. You are standing as a judge over them. And I can tell you it's wrong. Guess what? Christianity is not about what we don't have. It's about what we have. Christianity is not about cutting down other people. It's about building up a new people. Christianity is not about discountenancing other people and challenging other people who you think are not up to what you know because you have new knowledge. No, that's not Christianity. Christianity is about building the new. For every time God says, I will cut down the old, he also says, I am building a new thing. Every time God says he's cutting down the old, what is he doing? He's also what? Building a new thing. So Christianity is not about criticizing others. Christianity is about affirming and building other people. That's something to write down. Christianity is not about criticizing other people. Christianity is about building people and creating new platforms for God to work. That's what it's about. And that is the treasure. There is the treasure of God. There is the treasure of God. Have you ever found something so valuable that you're ready to do anything for it? I feel like singing a song. I found this treasure I'll do anything for. I found this treasure. <laughs> and you know, people now begin to sing about their treasure. I'll catch a grenade for you. 
People begin to sing. So some people, for them, their treasure is their girlfriend. Well, for a short time. Until their mind moves away to the new girl. Can I tell you something? There was once I found a treasure. Her name is Hadiza. And I now still looking for a way to bring this treasure home. Yeah? And every week, I will write a poem. Every week, I will sing a song. On one particular birthday, I wrote a poem every day for 10 days. On her birthday, I gave her 10 poems. I found a treasure that will never fade away. <laughs> That's for a wife on earth. How much more the treasures of God for all eternity. Have you found treasure ever before? That you're ready to part with all your money. That you're ready to part with who you are. That you're ready to part with your reputation because of that treasure. This is the treasure that we give. And in the middle of trying situations, in the middle of challenges, don't forget that what you have in God is treasure. It is your eyes to see the value of the treasure of what you have with God that will keep you strong in the middle of challenges. It's your knowledge of what is really valuable that will keep you strong when the world fails. When the money systems of the world fail, just like Pastor Darren Lee was preaching this morning. When the systems of this world fails, guess what? You have eternal treasure. Hallelujah. Let me give you some examples of some people who found treasure. There was a man called Watchman Nee. He lived in 1903 to 1972. And he started churches. He was reputed for starting churches in China. In 1922, he started the first church in China. And he found that treasure. He was so persecuted. He was actually executed in the process of finding the treasure he so loved. Watchman Nee died in prison for the treasure he found. Before you think this treasure is all about love, sex, money, marriage, power, this treasure is worth dying for. There was another man called Hudson Taylor. I love Hudson Taylor. He says, my soul yearns so intently for the 180 million people in the hinterland of China who have never heard the gospel. And for that, this man, a wealthy British man, sold everything he owned and left England into hinterland China 
And for that, he was reputed to be the one who established the most profound missionary movement in China up to this day. He found the treasure that will never pass away. Hudson Taylor found it, that treasure. He found that treasure that will never pass away. Paul was a killer of people. Paul was a destroyer of the church. But one day, he was traveling to Damascus and a light from heaven hit down his horse and stopped his journey and blinded him. And then for the first time in his mouth, in, from his mouth, he said, Lord, who are you? And God woke Barnabas up one night while Barnabas was sleeping. He said, I have my treasure in a man named Saul. And Saul found something. So he now became Paul. And he became a preacher of righteousness. The same man, the same man who persecuted the church found something. What did he find? Treasure. Say treasure. Don't tire. Follow me. I'm just about to arrive. <laughs> There's a man called William Carey. He lived for many, many years, about a hundred and about 200 years ago from 1799. He translated the Bible into Bengali, into Marathi, into Hindi, into Sanskrit, and into 209 other languages. William Carey, one man. First of all, he was a missionary for like 20 years. Nobody gave him room. Nobody accepted him. He was actually becoming old and tired. Then the Danish mission, the Danish people, the Danish army welcomed him into the Danish-controlled territories of India. And they gave him a legal right to stay in India. And that's how William Carey in 1799 began his ministry. What, 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 what is it that will make any one of us to leave everything and to go after that one? What is it that will make you to abandon treasures of earth and go after eternity? What is that thing? What is that thing that will put your heart in the value of what God values? What is that treasure that will make you let go of your earthly comforts? What is that value that will keep you in the midst of trying circumstances? What is that value that will sustain you even though the mountains be removed and kept into the sea? What did the disciples see that they were ready to die for this message? What did Peter, a lily-livered man, see? He was so scared when they told him, Oh, you're one of the apostles. He says, No, I've never heard of Jesus Christ. 
What did that man see that made him ready to die for the gospel? Say treasure. He found the treasure that will never pass away. I found my treasure that I'm ready to die for. Have you found your treasure that will never pass away? Treasure. 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 That's what we live for. Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 3 as we round up. Shinda Mahayala Maria Rosta. Verse 14 to 19. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man, according to the riches of his glory. According to the treasures of his glory, what does his treasure do? It strengthens you with might by, your, by his spirit in your inner man. Look at what this treasure does again, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to understand with all the sins what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be full with all the fullness of God. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to his power, according to the power that is at work in us. Unto him be glory forever and ever in Jesus Christ. I found the treasure that will never pass away. I found my treasure that will never pass away. I found that treasure that will never pass away. Do you have treasure in your home? Do you know what the message of Christ is? It's to release you for a bigger reason, for a bigger purpose, for a bigger purpose than men know. For a bigger purpose that men see to release you above the superficial, to raise you above the knowledge of earth, that you will know the love of God that passes all knowledge, that you will comprehend with all the sense what is the width, what is the height, what is the depth of the love of God. For you to understand the greatness of his riches, the great inheritance of all those who believe in God. I found my treasure, I found the treasure that will never pass away. I found my treasure that will never pass away. I found my treasure, I found my treasure that will never pass away. 
it will never pass away. I found that treasure that will never pass away. What are you living for? Can I ask you a question? What is the most important thing you're living for? What is that thing that your life is all about? What have you made your life about? Is it your wife? Is it your husband? Is it your children? Is it your business? I can tell you that's such a short change of the eternal treasures of God. Do you just live for your family, for your dog, for your car, for your house, for your business? No. There is a bigger treasure which was hid from the foundation of the world. There is the purpose of God. There is the immutable purpose of God which God kept specially for the end time church there is the activation of God's word which God reserved for this hour there is the purpose of God that God wants to do in the earth there is a harvest of souls that God wants to bring about there is a restoration of humanity that God wants to bring about there is a rebuilding of the broken that God wants to bring about so today I just want to encourage you to jump into the treasure of God jump into the treasure room of the Father Jump into the treasure room of God. 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 We found this treasure. We found this reward. We found this power. We found this glory. We found this strength. We found this enablement. We found that which builds up, which strengthens us, which speaks over us which covers us. We found that which the whole world has been looking for. We found that which is what we desire. We found that which satisfies. We found that which makes a man complete. We found that which makes a woman complete. It's called treasure. And another scripture said, Christ in us the hope of glory the birthing of Christ in us brings about the glory of God the resurrection of Christ in us brings about the glory of God the building of Christ in us brings about the glory of God we found this treasure we found that which is eternal we found that which is powerful I found that treasure that will never pass away. So Lord, I pray for someone this morning who is sharing my voice, someone who has never met you before, someone who doesn't understand what this treasure is about. I pray for them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for old believers who have been serving you for many years but have lost sense of what the treasure looks like. I pray for Christians who have been waiting on you, praying in the night, praying in the morning, but don't know what this treasure is. I pray for those who have been lost, oh God, and caught up from their life in Christ. This morning, I speak over their spirit. I cause the resurrection power of God to bring back the knowledge of that treasure that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith and it will be rooted and grounded in love and they will understand what the riches of God's glorious inheritance is in the saints and they will know what God has given to those who love Him and their lives will be about that eternal treasure that your lives will be about that eternal treasure
in Jesus' name. I see a realigning. I see a realigning of some people who have lost what they are living for. And God is saying to you, can I use this moment to bring your life back to what is most important? Say treasure. I can't hear you at home. Say treasure. Shout it out and say treasure. I found a treasure that will never pass away. Found that treasure that will never pass away. Treasure of my heart and of my soul. In my weakness, you are merciful. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.